0: Hello welcome to our Modern League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rohn. In today's episode, we look back at the debacle against a horrible Giants team. The team had no excuse to lose that game, but yet, they still did. Obviously, six turnovers being the main factor in the deciding fate. The season is all but over. I'll be looking at the Thanksgiving matchup versus Dallas. It has the potential to be an ugly game if Washington doesn't show up. I also look at fantasy football as well. Lots to get to, so here we go. I moved in the Giants game. Um, How had his worst game since Buffalo? Um, you know he wasn't the reason they lost, but obviously didn't help. Um, didn't contribute much. I mean, he had a hell of a touchdown run um, that really you know galvanized the teammates. And you know you, you love to see the guy step up for him like Curtis Samuel. Unfortunately, got ejected for it. But Charles Headon Cain was in the rescue. Obviously, these guys believe in him. You know I think that kind of shows you his attitude, the way he plays, love the way he ran the ball there. Definitely determined to get in the end zone. You love that about Sam. Um, first interception, De'Ami semi-slip, but also wasn't the best throw and pass, you know, you could t- call it a long punt or a PUS on Twitter calling it, but it was first down, you don't punt on first down. So I don't really know the medication there, it was, you know, bad decision by Sam, bad throw by Sam. Uh, you know, second one, he was trying to get away from the pressure, trying to throw up to Jahan. If that was a third down, um, you, if you can get a little more muscle on that ball, I think it gets to Jahan, but he was getting rushed, um. Dexter Lawrence was a huge factor in this game. You know, he dominated the line of scrimmage against New York. I mean, he was Washington. Um, and just, you know, unfortunately, was in Sam's lap pretty much all day. Last one, he was trying to get out of bounds. Obviously, he needed to get out of bounds there. you yeah, know, again, pressure was in his lap, but he's got to do whatever he can to get out of bounds, give Washington another play um, on that last drive. Obviously, he'll have growing pains, but he needs to capitalize against a bad team like New York. I mean, you can't have three interceptions against a team like that. Um, so he needs to get the ball, you know, a little, little quicker you know, it is It is what it is, I guess. Um, I, I can't really, I didn't really want to record this because how bad this team played. Um, I went to the game with my fiance and I felt so bad and I'm subjecting her to this horrible organization and team because she was so excited to hope to see them win. I was like, oh, this is a game they'll win. And they let everyone down like they usually do. Um, you know, just six turnovers, are you going to lose every time, even though they had nine sacks? Um, mm-hmm. A great effort, but on defense to an extent the front four. but again the giants are his lines horrible as well so it just it is important the way they they came out and showed um you know obviously the three interceptions and you had the logan thomas fumble who second fumble of the year now trish rodriguez jr's fumble was a bad fumble yeah i think that one was the really one that kind of killed it and they were down for like 14 12 at that point in the third quarter and, you know, after that drive, I think Giants scored a touchdown on that drive, 21 and they're you know, behind the eight ball again. So, or even, you know, starting the second half of Byron Prinkle, that fumble on the kick return, you know, that gave Washington, you know, I think the Giants didn't get points off of that, but at least took another possession away from Washington, you know, gave Giants a little more momentum again. So definitely shows how bad of the team the Giants are, though, that Washington had six, well, five turnovers going that last possession. And still had a chance to win that game. So it doesn't matter the Giants keep beating Washington. I can't even say they're a horrible team because clearly they're better than Washington or continue to beat them. So it just was a horrible, horrible performance. We're trying not to harp on it too much before moving on to the Dallas game. They ran the most they had really all year. Brian Arms had a nice game, probably was the best player for them on Sunday. 17 carries, 73 yards, 7 catches, 58 yards. Um, he's really, really growing out of the backfield, continuing to be a you know, force out um in the passing game had a couple nice cutbacks as well so i'm you know, glad to see brian get some more run in some more development why does he need to step up obviously uh, terry you know was in Jahan were quieted i think terry's starting to get frustrated man i think he needs to get the ball everyone knows that but it's just he's having a down year and i think at this point i don't think it's all on him i think scheme wise the not doing him any favors he's not getting as many looks um Jahan's obviously having a sophomore slum knocking the ball as much Diami had a bad drop you know Curtis didn't play too much before he got suspended um, but this team has too much talent in the perimeter not to you know put up gaing numbers um, and then I even still with a weird wide receiver I think Terry still played like 28 percent of the snaps but I was at the game you have you to know, see it pretty clear I don't even know there was a couple at least one play On that final driver Diami Byron Pringle and games Crowder in, and that's the, the game's a lie I don't know why those three are in I, I know maybe you want to say there's no huddle. They're tired, but I'm sorry. They Those guys are going to be out there. There's all that talk about EB, you know, giving them in the best shape of their life. If that's the case. Let's put them out there. It's, you know, your best receivers had to be out in that, in that point of view. I mean, in that, in that time of the game. O-line was bad again. I think Leno, you know, obviously didn't do that well against Thibodeau. Warson got his ass handed to him. So did Cosme. So did Chris Paul. But that's the way the line is going to be this year. Bad play calling again by EB. at a think he just does not really make too much too many adjustments and you know wink martinale definitely in his head so i, I think at this point E B definitely shouldn't be considered to be the head coach next year um less than new gm thinks so but you know he has seven or six games left to kind of prove me wrong or prove everyone wrong either way it's inexcusable this team should never been in this situation um and it's just you know they can't lose to teams like this if they ever want to be consistent and be a good team in this league and you know they've pretty much lost away this league year these last six games are going to be about development and you know just getting through the rest of this Ron Rivera era. Um, defensive coverage lapses, I mean, they played a lot of man and they weren't able to communicate and switch well enough on both long you know, plays that either resulted in touchdowns or set up touchdowns. Continuously, continuously happens with this team since Del Rio and Rivera took over. You know, nine sacks are great, but again, the Giants' sideline of the line wasn't great. They made Danny DeVito, <laughs> Tommy DeVito, look like a competent quarterback, which he's not. He's barely gonna be a backup in this league. And, you know, of course, Washington, you know, made him look like he was relevant. And that's just the way it goes with this team. You know, Saquon Barkley was the only weapon for them, and he still hurt the, you know, Washington. He had 83 rushing yards, 57 receiving yards, two touchdowns. It baffles me that they can't stop the one guy that could beat them in the Giants, you know, offense. I, I don't care what anyone says. None of the players, uh, skill position players for the Giants would start on any other team in the NFL. They wouldn't. They had none of them would. And offensive line, they, you know, Avi Thomas was the best off tackles in the league, but. Skill position wise, including quarterback, none of those guys would be starters on any other 31, 31 NFL teams. No adjustments, even playing man, maybe switch the zone, but Dario didn't do that. Um, at this point, you know, I saw Forbes had a couple of nice. He had, a couple of, he had one nice play, then he got hurt again. I know Deontay Banks was talking a lot of crap um, about him. I mean, about Boston not picking him, you know, the Giants' first round corner. Um, and, you know, Forbes again doesn't look like he's, you know, done too much. I still have hopes for him, but it's not looking like a great pick at 16. Just kind of a, you know, continued theme for this, you know, organization under Rivera. At this point, they should, you know, keep trying to develop Jamin Davis. He's obviously year three is kind of hopefully what he is. I mean, hopefully he's going to get better, but getting close to that point where he is what he is. But he obviously has flashes. Get KJ Henry some more run. He had a second and a half. Let him get some playing time. Let Andre Jones get playing time. Let Fedarian Mathis get playing time. You know, just keep it going from there. Cam Curl and Kendall Fuller were all the really good you know, players in the secondary. That continued to be the case on Sunday. Percibella did play better, though. Um, he at least looks like he's making adjustments when it comes to communication calls. Um, and at least is taking a little better angles of tackles. Um, but need a complete rebuild on defense. I don't think anyone's really cornerstone that they have to have back next year, except Allen and Payne. But even then, if you can get some good picks for at least Allen, maybe you consider it. Um, and that corner... You can't really say you're sold on Forbes or St. Juice. Fuller is good, but I don't know if he's going to want to be here going into his H29 season. Um, you know, they're going to probably bring in a lot of new faces on this in organization. So Cam is obviously a keeper, but other than that, I don't, and they have to resign him. So we'll see. Um, again, felt really bad for my fiance that she had to endure that, but um, it is what it is. She's, she's used to it now. And, um, you know, I guess what it, it is what it is for that point. I feel really, Bad that she has to watch this product, and I was really hoping they would win a game that we go to. But it just, I just can't believe it happened. I, I look like a fool after the podcast last week saying they won twenty seven seven. That's shame on me. I should have known better. But the Rio and Rivera have to go. It's another lost season. Honestly, this team might not win again. I, and I'm, I'm being sincere with that, just because the the, fi- the final six are um, Dallas on Thanksgiving, and the then the Dolphins, um, then a bye then the is, I think it's like the Rams, Jets, 49ers, Cowboys. And, yeah, you know, maybe they could beat the Jets or the Rams, but they're not going to be 49ers. They might be Dallas at the end of the year if Dallas already clinched a playoff spot um, or clinched their seeding because obviously Dallas is going to the playoffs. But, you know, and maybe that's good. Maybe they have the setter for you know, top-off to tackle or from Penn State. Um, can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to botch it here. But he's obviously in play. I still I think they could use a big receiver. Like if Martin Harrison Jr. is there and they're in the top three or four, I'd love for them to take him, and obviously, if they get in the top two, you know the quarterback's going to be on the table because that means be Sam probably didn't play well these last six weeks. So, um, Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia, another one. Dallas Turner, the edge rusher from Alabama. They're all. You know, this is going to be draft centric now. um They have, as, of, as the season started today, me, as it seems even ended today. They would have the seventh, thirty seventh, and ninth pick. So, that's three picks in the top forty. So, that's something the Washington fans can hang their hat on. All right, moving to the Cowboys game. The Cowboys defense is only giving up 266 yards a game at second in the NFL, 157 yards passing at second, uh, 109 yards rushing at 15th, and only 17 and a half points a game at fifth in the league. Um, good defense, obviously. DeMarcus Lawrence has four sacks. The defense tackle, Jonathan Ankins. Um, Odizowu from UCLA has had a nice year, three sacks. Um, also, the rookie first rounder, Mazi Smith from Michigan. Dorrance Armstrong has five sacks. Um Damone Clark has 6'6 six, six tackles. Marquise Bell the converted safety at linebacker has 53 tackles. Parsons obviously one of the best players in the league. He has 37 tackles, 10 interceptions, excuse me, 10 sacks. And secondary wise, since Diggs got hurt. Gilmore still solid, 34 tackles, 2 interceptions. Deron Playing has six interceptions, four for return for a touchdown. Jordan Lewis in the slot. Um Javon curse Um Javon curse Sorry. Um thinking of the, the Titans even 10. Um curse I can't mind his name's the first name. saved me either way safety for Dallas Malik Hooker the other safety Adam Wilson they've, they've run a lot of three safety looks so one of the best events in the league um, Parsons obviously will wreck this game plan I Washington can't handle Thibodeau and Lawrence and them and their stunts they are gonna have a long day I think Doran Armstrong is a solid you know edge rusher he's getting better I think he's in year five maybe some Washington looks who are in the free agency this offseason Bland's obviously a ball hawk more like that's a solid good safeties tough matchup I want to see EB respond. Uh, he really is going to have to if he can show that he can maybe be a head coach of this league, whether it's here or somewhere else, or he would just continue to be an offensive coordinator somewhere if you know, it's not going to be here next year. So um, really just kind of looking for that. I want to see Sam just have a bounce back, give himself to prove himself to a national audience, show what he can do, um, and really see show what a lot of Washington fans have seen this first half of the year. I know he had a really bad game against New York, but I still believe in him. I think he still has a really good you know future as long as they can build as a line around him. I was lining around him and maybe getting some more weapons um i don't think they'll do it this week on a short week but i'd like to see Ricky schaumburg at center he's a third round pick let's see what they have in him going forward Chris rodriguez junior could get some more carries um i'd like to even see cole turner at tight end like again this is about development now the season's over i mean i know it sucks saying that but i think it is what it is um try to continue with the run game we did last week just kind of slow some pass rush slow micah down slow lawrence and armstrong down game for terry and Jahan. i say that every week um, but again i just don't know if they're gonna actually listen and do what they you know can to really keep some pressure off sam but again i'm just gonna say try to keep it respectable i really don't have high hopes for this game if they can't beat the giants how the hell they're gonna beat the cowboys um cowboys on offense they're even they're averaging 30 and 17 yards a game 255 yards passing those are both six in the league 116 yards rushing that's 12th and 30.2 points a game that's second in the league Dax having a nice year, 140, 104 passer rating, 2,600 yards passing, 19 touchdowns and six interceptions. Also has two rushing touchdowns. Tony Pollard is a feature back there now. He has 590 yards and three touchdowns. Rico Dowdell is their backup. He has 235 yards rushing and touchdown. CeeDee Lamb's having a beast year. Um, had a really dominant stretch of 150 yards and a touchdown, 10 catches, three straight games. That got broken last week, but he still has 1,013 yards receiving on 74 catches and five touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, the former Texan, um, Saint and Patriot and Ram, who's been around a little bit. 380 yards on 29 catches, three touchdowns. Michael Gallup hasn't really been the same since ACL, but he has 334 yards and 27 touchdowns. Jake Ferguson's developed into a nice 10-9 for them. 39 catches, 386 yards, four TDs. Good offensive line, Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Tyler Baezdez, Zach Martin, Terrence Steele, really good group. Moshin's um, going to have their, D-line's going to have their hands cut out for him, or work cut out for him. Dak, like I said, having a nice year. The run game has not been as good as it was. Definitely missing um, that kind of pounder uh, um element that um zeke elliott brought lamb's a beast i've always loved him going back to the oklahoma days hate that he's with dallas but you know he's dominating for them other options are underwhelming so really they need to heal him cd let cooks and Gallup beat you i'd rather have that happen than you know Z- cd go off running for the yards again um have to contain lamb like i said will be a tough game um i expect dallas to really have their way i mean just again i'm really down on this team right now i don't see how any would could be any other way um Again, might not happen this week, but they need to start playing these young guys. Let's see KJ Henry and Andre Jones again, like I said earlier. like see Quan Martin get some reps at this point in the second rounder. Um, play him in the spot, play him in the safety, wherever they think he's going to be long-term. Um, it would be nice to see Mano Forbes obviously needs to keep getting a run-and-run, fighting Mathis. Mathis, um, Even Jabril Cox, I mean, the former Cowboy, who's on the practice squad now for Washington. See what he has over David Moe, or at least get him some, um, you know, some playing time or something. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. And maybe Christian Holmes, a corner as well. Um, so let's, again, see what they can do. Hopefully it's not a bloodbath. I want to see them be relevant. I want it, don't want it to be a you know, poor Thanksgiving. I don't want people to enjoy their meals see Washington at least keep it competitive. Uh, but again, it's about the future now. There's six weeks left. Let's see what this you know, young team has. Um, it's not going to be with Ron and Del Rio. I don't think they're going to fire him unless they get blown out on Thursday. I think that's not really Josh's style. They respect Ron and what he had to go through these first four years but he's gone. And thank God for that because he needed to move on. Um, and I don't think the enemy is a guy either. I think you're looking at a guy like Ben Johnson from Detroit, someone I really like. Um, but, you know, a lot of it can be up to, up to decision. Hopefully the Bill Belichick rumors are not true, but, you know, that's a time for another podcast or whatever. But either way, I think Dallas is going to win. I have him winning 35-20. I'm right, moving on to fantasy. Um, just a couple guys. Zach Charbonnet, the Seattle running back, is going to play for Kenneth Walker, who's probably going to be out on Thursday night. He had 15 carries and 47 yards after Mark Walker got hurt. Jaden Reed, the Packers receiver, he had four catches and 46 yards, also had a rushing touchdown. They're at Detroit on Thanksgiving. Buffalo receiver Khalil Shakir, three catches, 115 yards on touchdown. Maybe he's finally going to be a receiver to step opposite, opposite of Stephon Diggs or at Philly on Sunday. And then you have OBJ coming off a knife, 116-yard performance. Um, last week, they're playing at the Chargers. He's going to have even more of a rule now with Mark Andrews out. And that's why you can also look at at Ravens tight end Isaiah Likely, who's going to start now with Andrews out. Obviously, Lamar likes to look for his tight end, so Likely someone you can look at, especially at a position that definitely could use a lot, that has few options um, in fantasy. With that, that concludes our league episode. The Commanders are coming off an inexplicable loss to a horrible Giants team. The end is near for Rivera and company. The season is lost, and it's all about seeing what Hal and other young, young players have going forward. I'll be back next week looking back at the Cowboys game and previewing the Week 13 matchup home against Miami. You can follow me on Twitter slash X at NFL 21 and Instagram at around the underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.